Guys go too far. I want to I want to shit in your mouth. Oh, he says I want to come in your face. I'm like what? <laughs> what? Wow, what's that? in that for me? <laughs> she thanks uh, superstar. You got to come in my face. I'm getting blood flow right now. Yeah. <laughs> like Lenny Dykstra doesn't bullshit you. He tells you who he is. Yeah. This guy has I a public persona. Lick your pussy. There you go. Do you have a bush, probably, or? And they always go too far. These guys, they're like, you know, you know, you know I'm going to eat your ass. All I'm going to, and then all of a sudden, it's like, I'm going to light your pussy on fire, and you're like, <laughs> what? <laughs> I'm calling the authorities. Me, I'm up front with women. You know what I? I want to put my penis inside of you, and then that's it. <laughs> that's what I want. Anything else you're up for, just let me know. I'll do it, but reluctantly. I don't need much else. <laughs> I, exactly. I never, you never, I'm like, I want to have intercourse with you. <laughs> yeah. And what else? That's it. <laughs> and these guys are completely, I, I want to surgically remove your clitoris. That's what I'm going to do first. First, I'm going to tie you up and perform surgery on you. I'm going to take your clitoris and chew it like a piece of gum. <laughs> and then, then I'm going to put cement in your pussy. Oh, oh my God. Yeah, yeah, that's right. And then I'm going to give you a hysterectomy with my tongue. I'm gonna and then you're going to come so hard. Oh, that's the you're going to come so hard when I pull <laughs> your labias apart and get my tongue all the way up. After I finish mutilating you, yeah. Yeah. And then I'm going to get to work on your beautiful asshole. <laughs> what I'm going to do is I'm going to pour gasoline in your asshole, and then I'm going to light it with a match. But first, I'm going to suck your colon right out of your asshole. <laughs> and I'm like, dude, your head's going to really? collapse. Because <laughs> the guy on the Mets, evidently, he was like, you know, first he like was texting normally. Then she stopped answering. So then he said, I know what I'll do. I'll send her a picture of my like hard on with my pants on. Then she'll then, have to call me back. Yeah. Yeah. And then I'm going to, and then, uh, yeah, yeah, right. And I'm like, no, no, no girl. The, a hard on through your pants doesn't turn a girl on. How do you teach guys this? Is there no school where you can go, a finishing school for men so they know? And then their final solution is, fuck this. I'm sending a dick pic. I'm sending yeah. her my fucking hard on. Right. That's going to get her. She needs to see it. Yeah. Yeah. She needs to see my cock. That'll solve everything. <laughs> That'll get her caught. Meanwhile, she, meanwhile, cost him his job. Do I have that story right, Gary? I don't want to say anything that's wrong. I mean, did I no, did you, I did you, I say that you, right? You, yeah, you hit her, you hit it on the head. I mean, the the part that we're all kind of freaked out by is that she. I mean, she he like just kept going. You know what I mean? Like, Robert, if I texted you four times and you didn't answer, I'd probably leave you alone, right? Right. I wouldn't give yeah. you another another fifty six texts. You know, saying what I want to do to you, like <laughs> your asshole and everything. What was the guy? A general manager. Yeah, he was a general manager. He'd been there for uh, Robert was not, not seven days. It was like thirty seven days, but. The part oh, Howard is a Met fan that's so upsetting about this is, you know, the team just got sold, right? So Steve right. Cohen just bought the new team. It's a new era. It's a new regime. And this is what happens. And it's a <laughs> fucked up regime again. Do you, do you think the Mets are cursed in a way? <laughs> I, you know, a lot of people pointed out, like, this stuff doesn't happen to the Yankees. You know, right. like, they have a, like, even I saw Sandy Alderson, who is now going to be the acting GM or, you know, run the team for a while. He said, yeah, we're going to, we're going to, I've called some FBI guys. We're going to look into our vetting process. You know what I mean? Right. Yeah. Yeah. I heard your friend, help. I heard you have a friend who's a real Mets fan and he's pissed because 
she's angry that she came out with her story now. Like, like well, she we were texting. Uh, we were texting on the chain. He goes, I don't understand. You know, uh, the story's four years old. If, if she didn't come out with it then, then it, sh- it should be over. And I'm like, why? You know, but it's kind of fascinating. <laughs> you know, statue of you know most guys I, should just shut the fuck up about any of this because they don't get it. Well, and, Ask and the, other the question. Was, here's, here's the stats. The former Mets general manager. What's the guy's name? I can't even remember now. I okay. swear to God, I didn't even bother to learn. 37 days on the job. You had yeah, really yeah. committed. <laughs> the former Mets general manager, let's just call Willie him that. Fistigash. Jared Porter. Let's call him Willie Fistigash. Jared Porter. The former Willie Mets GM Fistigash. sent 62 unanswered texts, including seven <laughs> photos to this woman. Now, how do you tell a guy you're not interested if he doesn't get it after 62? I love the thought process. I'm going to send a picture of my rock hard cock. She's not answering, but this is going to turn things around. You know, it's like, it's like Pat O'Brien going, I'm going to suck your asshole. And what do it's I like, have to Whoa. say? Okay. Yeah, well, I know. I know how I'll get her. Listen, I'm going to get in bed with you. We're going to drink champagne. And then I'm going to break your ribs and I'm going to come right on your lungs. <laughs> the things you used to breathe. And then I'm going to gargle your period. No, women now, that not- may be Army Hammer you're talking about. <laughs> I'm going to ass fuck you with a blow dryer. Yeah. <laughs> Do you know the a- Army Hammer story? Yeah, I've been, I've been following he- that. Another guy blowing up his career. Yeah, he was in a movie. He was contracted to be in a movie with J-Lo. He just had to step away because uh, some of his exes have released texts that he used to send them <laughs> he where he said he wanted to rip out their rib you know cook it and eat it uh, i hope they never find my text where i go <laughs> uh, i want to scalp you and fuck your brain i mean not fuck your brains out i mean literally fuck your brain and then i'm gonna i'm gonna i'm gonna what other things can i do to you let me think <laughs> Yeah, the guy from the Mets sent her pictures of the hotel he was in, you know, to impress her. He was like, right. From what I read, and I, you probably know more this about it, This is a Gary, nice but, hotel yeah. room, I imagine. Yeah, yeah like the, kind the, of implying, <laughs> like, if you're with me, honey, you're going to be in the best hotel room. And <laughs> and then, like, she didn't respond to it. So then he then he sent her a picture of his pants, you know, where the crotch is. And then that big bulge. She's still big bulge to let big her bulge. know that she's packing. And then, and then he said, "Fuck this! This is a, I'm going in. I'm doing the hail mary." Sent her the penis, and it was like a little story, you know. It was like, um, "I'm, you know, hey, you're going to be eating fine food and being in a wonderful hotel." And oh shit, I know what'll work: the penis pick, dude. Bad form. And same with uh, Pat O'Brien. You know, we were excited about playing that because Pat O'Brien, like, you know, I'm gonna. Oh, baby, I'm going to, you know, and these are hot takes. They, they, they've heard everything, you know, There's, these guys try to be, you know, I, I'm going to, I'm going to eat your pussy. Oh, is this an effort to stand out, of, uh, yeah. you know, among all the guys? <laughs> Who knows what it is? I, but somehow in their brain, they think this is going to turn a woman on. I'm going to eat your pussy. I'm going to, I'm going to cut off your pussy. I'm going to actually take it off your body and then I'm going to microwave it. Then I'm going to put some hot sauce on it, and I'm going to eat your pussy. <laughs> oh, I'll call you right away. Not the authorities. I'm going to call you. Is any of you know, this you know, turning I, you on? 
Howard, gonna, George Carlin. I'm going to drive a train into your pussy. I'm going to hire a locomotive, and I'm going to, and your pussy, and then I'm going to rip your tits off, and I'm going to carry them around in a satchel so I can squeeze them whenever I want. Oh, you're going to benefit oh so much. You know, Howard, George Carlin used to do a whole bit about why are men so angry when they talk about sex? He's like, <laughs> I fucking yeah. hammered her. I nailed her. I fucked her brains out. I'm going to chew your clit like bubble gum and stick it under a table when I'm done. What the fuck is all the anger? That's a good question. What do you want, King of All Blacks? I'm in the middle of a tribute honoring the anniversary of when we first came here. What do you have to say? I remember that, too. And the yeah. show's getting better and better. Listen. Oh, thank you. I want to. Uh, yes. And um, that's because you're so smart, man. You know how it is. Thank you. Oh. But listen. Ronnie, does Ronnie feel sort of like a traitor for getting the shot? What do you mean? Like, does he feel like like he's going against Trump by getting the shot? You know what I'm saying? Like, like, oh, you sell out, you got a shot, and you. I, to I be love you, with King, us. but your the premise isn't going anywhere. You know what I'll, I mean? gonna, I'll cut you off before you go down a bread a bad you know where the listeners yeah, start getting you. Yeah, let's stop. Before yeah, we it's get not a good premise. Rabbit hole. <laughs> Ronnie's a traitor to I Trump know. for taking the vaccine. It's not good. It's not going to work. I know you know what I mean, but you think the audience I really can't don't. get it. I understand. Right. I know. Thank you, but King. You, you know. All right. Enough. Yeah, you two really smart guys know. Yeah, you know what I mean. <laughs> no, I really don't. Ronnie's a traitor for getting the vaccine to Trump. Anyway, getting back to men, one of the, the idea of coming to Sirius, we were so excited that we could play the Pat O'Brien thing uncensored because it's so much funnier uncensored. We could unbleep everything. We had been playing things for years that, you know, phone calls and interviews that always had to be edited for language. And now right. we could play them. Right. Did he ever recover? Like, did uh, is he still no, alive? No, I don't know where he is now. Do you? Uh, no, I don't keep tabs on him. Wait, he's on the phone. <laughs> he he tried to, you remember, he was the one who took the uh, Dr. Phil route. He apologized to Dr. Phil oh. for his actions. And that, that was doesn't supposed do jack to be shit. A, an attempt at resurrecting his career. And I think they tried him back on whatever one of those entertainment programs that he uh, was on for a little while. And then he disappeared. I see. Robin, it's me, Pat. Hi, Pat. What's going on? I'd love to take you to a lovely dinner. And oh. then, if in case you're trying to make up your mind whether you want to be with me, I just want you to know, then I'm going to I'm gonna fuck you until you lose control of your bowels, and I'm going to lick <laughs> the shit out of your asshole. Oh, then, that's so funny. Is that a joke? <laughs> it's like he's Thanos from, uh, you know, right. from that movie, The Avengers or whatever. I mean, it's like, I'm going to destroy your pussy. <laughs> I'm going to cut off your tongue and make you lick your own asshole. Gonna... Now, do you want to go out with me? I'm going to fist you. I want... Oh. <laughs> oh, I didn't know that. I, 
You didn't know I wanted to fist you. I, I want to storm your pussy like the Capitol and beat it with an American flag. And then I'm going to... You get the idea. Yeah. Got to break your glasses and then climb into you. <laughs> Another thing that happened our first month on Sirius. I didn't realize this was in the first month. And the guys reminded me of this. Everyone who worked on the show was very proud of this. The first month we were on Sirius, George Takei, the lovely George Takei, our announcer. George Takei was with us the first week. Did you know that as our show announcer? I forgot that. So had I. And that's the famous week where we had our Arnold Schwarzenegger impersonator call in <laughs> to prank George Takei. And George thought it was really Arnold. Yeah. Arnold was still governor of California at the time. George was upset because Arnold Schwarzenegger had vetoed a law that would have legalized same-sex marriage. And this fake Arnold said he was reconsidering after watching Brokeback Mountain. Fake yeah. Arnold had just seen Brokeback Mountain and he wanted to apologize to George. And it was so great. George uh, had no clue. He was so gullible. The governor went to see Brokeback Mountain. He's trying to, to form a bond here, I think. With you, you know, what? I, I hear the echoes of the campaign but here all over again. Rethinking his position on gay marriage if he loved Absolutely. that movie. Will you rethink your position? Now that you love Brokeback Mountain and you <laughs> went, will you rethink your position? Absolutely. Because of this movie, because I saw these two actors getting it on in a tent or whatever it is and all that stuff, it was very, they're very cute. And I said, you know, maybe the gays aren't bad. I like the gays. Maybe right. I support them. And also, George is one of them Asians, and they can't drive for shit out of here either. <laughs> <laughs> you know, you're, you're joking. joking. You're joking. We can trust you because you are very frivolous, very you, you flip about this. And uh -huh. how can we trust you with a position of responsibility George, like you that think that maybe affects so many people's lives? George it was George so great. Was so serious. <laughs> and that went on and on for a while. And then when I when I told George that it wasn't the real governor, the look on his face, he was just like, oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, the fake Arnold Schwarzenegger was saying ridiculous things. I know. You Asians can't drive. Yeah, the irony was is devastated. He was like, he really thought he was getting to to Arnold Schwarzenegger, and uh, when he discovered that it was, all, he was like, "You guys are really, really terrible." <laughs> you guys are really terrible. You really are. <laughs> oh my god. Um, this is something I forgot too. You know, I, I love those guys from Train. Train has a is a great band, and they. I've always helped us out on the show. The first month we were at Sirius, 15 years ago, Train performed an amazing cover of Ramble On by Led Zeppelin, one of my ah. favorite Led Zeppelin songs, and it was really great. Leaves are falling all around. It's time I was on my way. Sing it, baby. Thanks to you, I'm much obliged. Such a pleasant stay. Beautiful. But now it's time for me to go. Modern moonlight's my way. Cause now I smell the rain and with it pain, and it's headed my way. Oh, sometimes I grow so tired. I told Pat Monahan that 
He should contact Jimmy uh, Page and go on the road with him. Why not? Jimmy wants to play. Uh, he does such a great job. He, they they actually put out a whole album of, of the entire album of Led Zeppelin too, from what I remember back at that point. So they came in and did that in a real highlight. And here's another band. The first month we, this is going back in time now, 15 years, first month on Sirius. The band Bloodhound came, the, the, the blood, the Bloodhound gang came in on that first month. And if you remember those guys, they had a hit song. They were, they were a great group of guys. They were just mm-hmm. fun. Yeah. And uh, they came in to pitch the idea of having a show on one of our channels on uh, Howard 101. And they brought in a guy that they hang with. And they said to me, this will be, let me tell you about the show. If you let us have a show, this will be the announcer on the show. And it was Mark the Bagger. Yes, that's how we met Mark the Bagger. Mark the Bagger came in. He told us he worked at a grocery store where the band uh, did their food shopping. He met the Bloodhound Gang. And uh, this was the first time we met Mark. And I was, of course, instantly intrigued by him. I was like, I, I forgot about the Bloodhound Gang, and I started yeah. just talking to Mark. It was, it was just Mark great. Was a star. Mark, uh, yeah. Mark, uh, now have you ever done professional announcing? No. No. Tell, tell him. Tell Howard your real name. Oh, the bagger. All right, the bagger. And, the bagger, and you work at a grocery store. Yes. All right, and tell me what your responsibilities are. I uh, bag groceries and get carts. Okay, and when you get a cart and you get groceries, do you get tips? Yes. You do. And when you get these tips, do you make a lot of money? Are you saving your money? Yes. Do you have your own home? No. Do you live in a group assisted home? No. I live with my mother. You ah. live with your mom? Yep. And you're, you're, uh, you're, it's not a high profile job. Is it hard to get women? Are you a heterosexual? No. You're not, you're not a you're heterosexual. Gay? Bi. No. He's bi. You're bi. Bi, yeah. Really? You've done guys? He will take whatever he yes. gets. Would, really? you, would you blow Howard behind a Dwayne Reed? Yes. <laughs> I knew this guy was gold. Nice to know. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> He caught some shit after that first appearance, and then he, he yeah. said he was no longer uh, bi. He's, he's not straight. gay, right. He's right. not bi. He's straight. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So there goes my blowjob. <laughs> so I want to thank the band Bloodhound Gang. They were great guys. I really liked them. I hope they're okay. I haven't heard from them in a while. Right. Here's another thing that happened. This was a busy first month for, for, for us here at Sirius. This is so great. Everybody knows the phrase, let's fuck some whores who listens to this show. I mean, you know, that's Ronnie's phrase. Yes. Where is it from? It's from our first. We had a um, we first played that in uh, January of 2006. We had a party. To celebrate our arrival at Sirius. The party featured a video confessional booth. Ronnie got really drunk. He went into the booth with one of the guys from Howard TV at the time. And 15 years later, we still play Let's Fuck Some Whores, and it became Ronnie's biggest, I would say it's his most iconic catchphrase. It was a signature catchphrase for a long time, yeah. Yeah. And here is the origin of that first month at Sirius. All right, all right, let's confess. All right, we got to fuck some girls tonight, man. What are you doing? That's our confession. What are you doing? Speak for yourself. Get rid of these fucking wives, shit. Let's fuck some whores. That's a confessional. That's what this booth is all about. That's what the booth is about. Fuck this place. Fuck some whores. You're sick, you fucking wacko. Oh, my God. You are out of your mind, dude. Oh, my God. 
Sounds to me like that was uh, Dougie Goodstein manning the confessional booth. And, uh, maybe. And the guys told me that you actually were the person who set up the confessional booth, believe it or not. It was I, your idea. I arranged the whole party. You arranged the whole party, and you thought of the idea of a confessional booth. And yeah. you And if it wasn't for you, we wouldn't have Let's Fuck Some Whores. I was pulling out all the stops, hoping for something wonderful. Yeah. And Ronnie delivered. <laughs> he, he, Ronnie always delivered. Is what we always say. Ronnie's my man. Of course, we were all there with our wives, and Ronnie still <laughs> still made his announcement. He said, "Let's get rid of these wife shits and fuck some more." <laughs> shortly thereafter, I guess Ronnie was no longer married. <laughs> <laughs> But uh, it's a great little phrase uh, that Ronnie uh, made famous. And that was, believe it or not, that was 15 years ago. It seems like Let's Fuck Some Whores has been even around longer than that. But I know. I thought it was there forever. Yeah. But just uh, 15 years ago in the first month, that's serious. Can you believe all of the things that happened in that first month? It's crazy. Um. By the way, you made history the first month. We, When we were leaving regular radio, we made a pact. Each one of us would make a revelation about ourselves. Oh, God. Yes. Uh, don't even remind me of this. Remind you? I got <laughs> I a clip of so it. I was so angry with you. Why? I thought it was a great revelation. And I still, to this day, maintain that my revelation was good. You didn't like my revelation. No, and you lied about being really you know, honest, and that this was embarrassing. And, it was yeah, embarrassing to right. me. Yes, sure it was. <laughs> We're still arguing to this day, 15 years later. But, Robin, you... You shouldn't did, even bring this up. This will make yeah. me angry all over again. It's all right. We'll get over it. But the, the, the Robin revealed about this uh, masturbating with um, vegetables, which I thought Meats was very, very interesting. I think it was. Yeah. What was it? Meat and vegetables. Meat and vegetables. That I don't understand, <laughs> masturbating with meat. That I didn't get. <laughs> well, a vegetable is kind of hard. Yeah, but what is meat? How do you masturbate with meat? Let, let, let's go back in time, 15 years ago. <laughs> I was just like, oh, my God, what am I going to do? I have wow. to relieve this somehow. And there were no such, you know, there were no dildos oh. or vibrators <laughs> hanging around my Why house. Why did you not put this in your book? You because it clean. embarrasses me. All I right, mean, good. I was like a rabid dog. <laughs> Anything. Maybe this explains it. why. I'd look at bottles. I'd look at, you know, I just didn't find anything that was the right shape. Maybe and, this. You know, I, you, you consider, oh, that might splinter. <laughs> you, you look at everything. And then finally you go, oh, my God, I'm in the refrigerator. I'm in the vegetable bin. And there's this huge <laughs> cucumber. And I'm like, well, it's waxy. <laughs> right. Wow. You're so sexual. You always were. I remember one time you said to me, I see furniture and I think of sex. You told me how sexy furniture. And I says, I never looked at furniture. She goes, she said to me, problem was over my house. She says, you know, your furniture is sexy. I said, really? What do you mean by that? She goes, don't you ever look at furniture and think, hey, I could fuck on that or this or that. And I was like, this is one sexual woman. <laughs> I thought I was sexed up. But, you know, it was a uh, we, we, we did this thing where we, we gave revelations. And I, as I said, I slightly shaved my nose down and you shoved That's sausage right, up slightly. your vagina. <laughs> I slightly shaved my nose I down. I would like and you to shoved... get a cucumber right now and hit you with it. <laughs> yeah. 
Like I said, I slightly shaved my nose down and you shoved a sausage up your vagina. And I <laughs> see that it's the same thing. I don't know. Yeah, just as revealing. Could this have been what caused your cancer? Is it wax in the cucumber dangerous to the uh, vagina? I Who knows? never investigated that. Maybe you're on to something. Yeah. I feel you're much more careful now with what you put in your vagina. <laughs> and I'm proud of you for that. But that well, was a revelation. I, uh, I, I moved on to actual tools that were meant for that job. But you weren't the best revelation. I think it went to Sal. Sal revealed that he would uh, ah. watch family members go to the bathroom. And uh, <laughs> as good as yours was, and as bad as maybe mine was, I Sal <laughs> did take the, right? didn't he take the prize? He did. What I was doing is I was I was on the bathroom. I was taking a, a number two, and right across from me is a linen closet, and it has louvered doors. And I immediately noticed that, and I thought, well, let me take a look in there. And I went inside the linen closet, and you were able to see the toilet directly. So I hid in there, and my cousin <laughs> came to the bathroom. And How walked, old was she? She was probably 17 at the time. Wow. And, you know, she's taking a pee. And uh, first cousin? Yeah, I've always been fascinated to see naked women. I'd never seen a naked woman. first cousin know you did this? No, 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 they don't know. They don't know. They have no idea. Good. Amazing. The Revelation Show. Sal, uh, Sal still hates when we bring this up. I know. I know. Yeah. I feel his pain. <laughs> yeah. You all right there, Sal? Where is Sal? You know, somebody wrote me, uh, Sal, somebody wrote me an email the other day, said, you've got to do a full two-hour interview with Sal. <laughs> like, he's like the most important guest, and you'll really probably get stuff out of him we don't even realize. And, you know, I'm kind of toying with the idea. Like, maybe on a slow week, uh, I I treat you not, like Paul I, McCartney. I, I, as I think of things, I tell you, there's really, you know, I don't know. Yeah, but you, not, you don't necessarily know what is bizarre. <laughs> That's in other words, I, I don't know when to shut my mouth. <laughs> right. You're the perfect guest. <laughs> yeah. I'm the perfect idiot. Okay. Yeah. Uh, well, you that don't was do a rough stuff like too. that anymore, right? I mean, now not you're even close. Not even no. close. Good for you. No. It's you know, wrong. there are people who are in jail for what you. That's right. Were yeah. up you know, okay. Robin admitted to something embarrassing. You admit to crimes. You know, I mean, you're, <laughs> much, <laughs> you're way. <laughs> well, you know. I see you've matured, and that, that that's good. Yeah, I'm 51. I mean, a lot of time has passed. I'm like, my, my children are grown up, and I look at things a lot differently. And I, I, sure. I look at my mistakes, and I try to to improve myself. You know, if you can't fix yourself from your mistakes, then you're a victim. I feel you're you're more of a um, spiritual guy now. Now you talk to squirrels now and dimes. Now like a guru <laughs> and right. a uh, spiritual, spiritual yes. Yes. advisor. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Five red cardinals appear in front of me. Right. <laughs> You've had beautiful stuff. Five uh, red cardinals appear in front of you. I've had five what? red cardinals appear in front of me. Wow, that is my. You're blowing. like Saint Francis. Yeah, the powers in the of winter. the douchey. <laughs> Saint Francis of a douchey. My over chakra there. is my tailbone. <laughs> Yes, your chakra is your tailbone. I know that about you. My chakra yes. is my tailbone. Yeah. Yes, yes. That's the what only one it, you uh, have? That's the only chakra you have? No, you have the yeah, third the, eye, Robin. Yeah. Right here. He has the extra ball. Right. Let's go to John in Oregon. Hey now, Howard. Hey now. Hey now. Hey, I love you, Howard. I love you, Robin. Uh, I just wanted to say... 
last night, 3 a.m., I woke up. I woke myself up laughing uncontrollably. I wake my wife up, and she's like, what are you laughing about? <laughs> I, I didn't know how to tell her. I'm laughing about Ronnie getting Richard and Sal's dildo-shaped dicks up his ass. <laughs> <laughs> that was a good one, Sal. I'm still laughing about, I'm still yeah, laughing well, about I, that bit. I guess <laughs> when I when I when, I guess when I think back on our first you know month, but serious Sal was great then, and uh, just recently uh, taking a mold of his cock so Ronnie could shove it up his ass and uh, put, putting his own dick up his ass. Uh, yes, he's done so many great things, Sal. So I do honor you. I praise you. And, and I'm um, honored to work with you and this great staff, and I will continue to do whatever it takes, Howard. You come first. Absolutely. <laughs> yeah, one thing about Sal, you can ridicule him all you want. He always delivers. Always. That's right. That's right. Yeah. Does he know how to spell delivers? No, but he delivers. <laughs> yes, I do. <laughs> all right. I won't put you on the spot. Uh, also, I do remember uh, along the same lines, we um with the staff revelations, JD made a good one too. Oh what yeah. What did JD say? <laughs> JD's revelation was that he spent over ten thousand dollars on internet porn. That's when he told us that. That's wow. when he that was the first month. This was jam packed radio that first month fifteen years ago. And porn is free. <laughs> That's right. Um and in fact, uh, he, th the best part was he admitted that his online screen name was Daba. And here's how he explained it 15 years ago. Here's JD. Uh, I, I'll just say DABA. That's it. DABA. And then, and numbers. Daba. That's it. Yeah. Daba. Daba. What's Daba stand for? It's the end of another. It's not. What? No. Come on. What is Daba? It stands for the badass. Yes, the badass. There is no one on. There is no one on the planet less qualified to have the name the badass. <laughs> Talk about a fantasy. But that was fifteen years ago, Robin. Amazing! I didn't Amazing. know we learned about. The amount of money he spent on internet porn and that nickname came that first week. Yeah. Or that first I went, month. I went back. I listened to a lot of the shows to prepare for our 15-year anniversary of our first month on Sirius. And I got to say, I was quite impressed with the quality of the show. It really, <laughs> there was a, it, there was a it was change. wild. We walked off terrestrial radio and walked into this first month. Yeah. And we were better than ever. And uh, we've been going ever since. You know, I'm looking at some of these other staff revelations. I, I jotted down a few. Richard, Richards was, listen to this. Do you remember this? We've never. In fact, the only person who saw the revelations was uh, Will Murray. He was the right. keeper of the gate. So no one on the staff knew what they were going to be. And Richards was, in the last year, I got a girl pregnant and had to pay for her abortion. That's I pretty heavy. I completely forgot that. Me too. Wow. Yeah. That was a pretty big deal. That's amazing. He didn't win. <laughs> I can't imagine. I can't. Win. Yeah, I know. He didn't win. Uh, <laughs> can you imagine that someone wouldn't want to keep Richard's baby? <laughs> now, see, that seems perfectly yeah. understandable to me. 
<laughs> I don't know how he's actually having children. <laughs> Ironically, he's right now on paternity leave. I can't even yes, ask him to comment yeah. on this. Jason's was, I think I'm addicted to porn. I jerk off twice a day and prefer to masturbate rather than having real sex. That's a pretty heavy one. Wow. Yeah. People were giving, everyone was giving except for Howard. That was what that was, was your beef. most I, amazing to me, that you that gave your, nothing. That and was everybody your Everybody else put it right out there on the line. Gee, I thought me admitting having cosmetic surgery would have been something embarrassing. Oh. I didn't know you what you were up to. I really didn't. I thought I was being very giving. I mean, I I'm like, sorry. I know. What am I going to say? I've told everything about myself. And that well, was the you know only what it is left. You know, for me, it was like, I haven't shoved a cucumber up my ass. <laughs> I haven't watched anyone go to the bathroom. I've never gotten a girl an abortion. I'm a boring guy. <laughs> You know, I really am. I mean, and I thought, well, gee, when I went and got my nose shaved down after private parts, this would make some news. This is it. This is this is going to shock everyone. <laughs> yeah, I really I was sincere because and I don't that really... bastard will marry. He agreed with you. He did. I said, well, am I coming clean? He goes, oh, that's a pretty big deal. He is so blame him. Blame will. <laughs> I remember you were very nervous, Howard, when you told me I and... was. That yeah, was an was act, Will. <laughs> Listen, I wasn't going to question him. I got to admit, Robin, you put out a lot more than I did, though. <laughs> Thank you. Finally, you say it. Um, now, in retrospect, 15 years later, I'm looking at this list. I said, you know what? She's right. Everybody gave more than you. You're right. I can't argue. I'm addicted to porn. I jerk off twice a day, and I prefer to <laughs> masturbate than having real sex. And the guy's married. That's a pretty good revelation. Hi, honey. <laughs> yeah. Honey, I'm home from work. Anything unusual go on? No. Not that I could think of. <laughs> Except the fact I lied about my sex life. I love you, honey. Um, Jason, were there any ramifications when you went home after that revelation? No, I, so I wasn't married at the time. We were uh, oh. we were dating, and uh, yeah, I mean, she just wasn't thrilled that I was talking about us having sex. Period. I think she wants to, uh, you know, right. I don't know. It was <laughs> she still wants to keep that quiet that you're having weird. Sex. <laughs> yeah, I, it wasn't I necessarily very surprising at the time. <laughs> yeah, All no the one. women who have had sex with me keep it quiet. <laughs> <laughs> By the way, I, I can't believe I didn't remember Rich, Richard's revelation was pretty fucking good. Yeah, crazy. I am shocked that I don't remember that. What do you think of Gary's? Gary's was, I don't remember any of these. I didn't remember Fred's either. Uh, Gary, my buddy and I once ordered massage girls, but they ripped us off and left us staring at each other in our underwear. <laughs> That's pretty good. That's a good one. <laughs> yeah. it's, you know what? That was, I'm still embarrassed by that because we were just, first of all, we were doing something we weren't supposed to be doing and we were suckers. You know, right. so we, we, I think it was like in college, we, my buddy and I end up in this hotel room. It's got twin beds. We got these two girls and they're like, they're like, you know, they're giving us massages. They're like, okay, boys, we're, <laughs> we're going to slip into something a little more comfortable. So we're like, fucking great. So we hear them in the bathroom, you know, and then we're there for a while and we're like looking at each other and we're like, this is fucking great. And then all of a sudden it's like 10 minutes goes by and I go, dude, I think they're gone. So we go into the bathroom. They're just fucking gone. They took our money and they were just gone. How did they get out of the bathroom? How did like they get in other out words, of the bathroom. Yeah, because it was like it was like a shitty, a cheap, shitty hotel room where the bathroom 
is right next to the door. So it wow. was funny because you know that little weird thing that you put on the door? Yeah, you know, that little chain. The, they, they, no, no. The, um, it's like a clamp thing that, that goes back and forth. Yeah. Right. So what they did is they must have gone out so quietly. So they opened that so that the door went against it, but you didn't hear it click shut because it didn't shut. Mm. Nice. So we get up and I go, I go, I'm such an asshole. I go, Oh my God, somebody left the door open. This is crazy. And then I realized, <laughs> so these were, they were not, uh, they were supposed to be girls who gave you a happy ending or something, right? Yeah. Something like that. Yeah. Right. Mm. Can't believe they didn't look at you and go, Hey, this guy's hot. Fuck it. We're we want to stay it. for the whole job tonight. <laughs> mm. Gary hired a hooker and the hooker ran out on him. <laughs> Fred's was heavy. Uh, Fred, how what do I not talk Fred? to you about this? I have to talk to Fred sometime. I mean, I have a half sister <laughs> I have never met and don't want to. Wow. wow. That was heavy, Fred. Yeah, it was. It yeah, was I think we to wanted me, to move I along. I didn't find out about it. I didn't find out about it until many, many years later. I've had hmm. no contact with my biological father or anything. So when you find that out, it's like, oh, there's another person in the world. Oh, they're related to me. Shit, I don't know a fucking thing about them. Right. Heavy. Have you, have you since then, now it's 15 years later, have you heard anything no, about this no, person? No, no. No. And anytime anyone in the family has either tried to get in contact with my dad, uh, they get headed off at the pass by his wife. So she's uh-huh. like the gatekeeper. So you, if you, if you want to speak to him, there's no speaking to him. Did you, have you tried to contact your biological father in the last 15 years? No, I figured he, he didn't want to talk to me. I figured it's, it's pretty much, I mean, he's at his peace when he walked out on us many, many years ago. So right. there's no point. Yeah. Has I haven't the, seen him since 1975. Has the half sister tried to get in touch with you at all? No, I don't think so. I don't think she has any mm. compelling reason to. So, Jeez. and I'm sure whatever was said about me, uh, the well has been poisoned as far as that goes. Mm. Like, mm. I'm a nasty person or something. I don't know. Right. You've been painted to be the bad guy. Horror. Pretty much. Yeah. Her story. Jeez. Mm. These are some revelations, and I. By the yeah. way, I. I forgot and what about did you do? How did you but I, don't know about that? I had my. I had my nose, the tip, slightly shaved down. Slightly. Shaved. Slightly, very slightly. No one even noticed. <laughs> I'm so embarrassed. <laughs> At the time, uh, I thought it was a big deal. Okay, what can I say? <laughs> I imagine Fred, your half sister, who you've never met, knows about you. I mean, you're a famous guy. You're on a famous radio show. I would imagine they do know of you. But uh yeah, you know. I don't you know, that's a that's a really good question. I don't know, but you know, it's one of those things too. Again, it's like if they don't really want to be contacted, you know, it's uh it, it, you know, I've thought about it a few times, you know, like just reaching out and saying, Hey, were you ever curious that there was another person? Although I really have a problem with uh her mother, so right it would be kinda hard yeah, to Yeah, be speak tough to her. all around. Yeah. Yeah. Better left on the do you ever look them Pretty up much, on yeah. Facebook, like looking for your father's picture or maybe your half sister uh, or something like that? There's no, no pictures as far as I know, but I know he's still alive. He's like in his nineties. Oh, he is. Blows my mind. Oh, yeah. Mm. You know, Jeez, and he has no desire to, to sort of reach out and, and set things straight with no. you, huh? Isn't that no. something? That's these guys. As far as I, I know. Mean, as far as I know. Maybe, maybe he's senile by now. <laughs> so. Who knows? You wouldn't even know. It's right. really, it's a sad wouldn't story, know. isn't it, Fred? Wouldn't it's know. sad. It's sad. Wouldn't know. Very sad. sad. Right. Sad. It's sad. Yeah. <laughs> sad. <laughs> well, in a way, 
you know, I'm jealous of Fred's uh, half sister. I have to talk to Fred. She doesn't. So, <laughs> there you lucky. go. That's <laughs> no, I love you. Shame I love Fred. You. And Fred, I hope you think of me as the half sister you never had. Thank you. <laughs> there you go. I would like well, to fill you, that role. You've got the hair for it. I sure do. I I, I really do have luxurious a nice uh, head of hair. A luxurious woman's hair. <laughs> well, I love you, brother. So, you know, just think me of too. me as family. I love you, too. Think we always want you, and we love you. Yeah. As bad as this family can get sometimes, it's uh, it's the best family you could ever have. That, We're uh, never going to let you go. That's one thing for sure. <laughs> oh, you're not going anywhere. Uh, yeah. We'll see. Benji, I once had my stomach pumped for alcohol poisoning, and when I woke up, an acquaintance of the same sex was fondling me. How do I not remember this? Oh, my God. <laughs> is it really true, Benj? Where is this guy? How do I not, how do have I not explored yeah, this we more? we should have explored many of these stories. <laughs> you know, I we got should a have done a show a day on these stories and still been doing it. <laughs> the same show over there. What happened? You were drinking. You passed it out. It was in, in my, uh, in college. And, uh, I I, I, uh, yeah, I drank a lot and, um, I used grain alcohol and oh. I woke up in the hospital. Um, hmm. and I found out later they had pumped my stomach, but I woke up and a guy that was like a, uh, it's called like an RA at my dorm. He was doing something with my penis in his hand. I don't know why he was there <laughs> and not a doctor, but this was in the hospital. Wow. Well, he probably had to accompany you because he was the RA on your floor. I, That's it right. Is, I, I guess it's. At Let me the ask time, you something. Were you were you hard? I mean, were you erect? I don't. I don't. I think I you were. I think you blacked out. No, I don't out. recall. I, from from what my memory, I wasn't getting any pleasure or anything. Just my penis was in his hand, and he was like pulling on it. <laughs> well, maybe he was trying to revive you. I don't know. <laughs> but at the time, I was very embarrassed about it. Now it seems funny to me. But like, I got yeah. sh you guys actually gave me a lot of shit about that revelation at the time. Why? Really? Because we said it wasn't good enough. Yeah. Oh, it's good enough. It's better than mine. Yeah, more than good. <laughs> I, I no actually shame. think yours is good, Howard. I think at the I time, do Robin was embarrassed was about hers, and she listen me. to what other people have done. Stop it! That was embarrassing. Benji's right. You attacked me viciously. Again, nobody could even tell that you had surgery. Well, it was very, very embarrassing to me that I had done something so vain. <laughs> and and I thought, hadn't done a, a, a complete nose job where people would notice. Right. Well, well think of this. Think about this for a second. I was so delusional. Yourself, I'll tell you why my revelation was good. And let me, let me present my, my case to the jury, and I think I'll do a better job than Rudy Giuliani. <laughs> first of all imagine how absurd i thought if i shaved the tip of my nose i would be handsome <laughs> think about that like look at this whole face and think well what it, you know like it's not attached to anything else it's an absurd premise for a guy who usually makes a lot of sense i'm sorry now if you don't think that that's a good revelation look, i'll give you one right now i'll give you one right now Okay, go ahead. When I lived in Hartford, 1978, I got a parking ticket. Okay, there you go. All right, you you, now you like now we're I even. Said, admitted now to we're something even. criminal. Now we're now we're even. <laughs> Richard <laughs> there you said he had helped a girl get an abortion. I still don't know the story behind that. 
hey, this has inspired King of All Blacks. He says he, I'll get back to Benji, but he says he has a revelation. All, All right. right. Here's your chance to redeem yourself. What's your revelation? Yeah, I mean, I don't, I'm not proud of it. Um, I'm not proud of it. But one time I was, years ago, I was getting a haircut. We were in a barbershop. And a blind guy was getting his hair cut. And when he got up to go get his jacket, he dropped $20 right where I was sitting at. And I stepped on it. And, and I contemplated keeping it or giving it back to him. And the bad part of me kept the twenty dollars. Oh, (laughs) (laughs) wow! People are pulling out Uh, really embarrassing things. You stole twenty dollars off a blind guy. Oh my god! (laughs) That might take the cake. I'm so so bad. That is really, really. You are so damaged. And you plus, you've got so much money you've from your parents. You've got money. You don't need money. Yeah. Wow. I, didn't yeah, I, had, like, those... I, had, like, I had like $80 on me, and, 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 I, and I took the, and I paid for the haircut with the 20 like, It was just like, and when I got in the car, I said, damn, that was fucked up. Yeah, you're a bad person. I think, like, if there really is a heaven and hell, you would go to hell for that. <laughs> I like you. But I, uh, I I know, I know. I'm a likable person, man. It's just I, I, I had a flaw. It was a flaw. It was a flaw. Hey, hold on, King. I I, this is I interesting. Did. Who's writing me this note? It says, when King told this story originally, he's told it before, it was originally $180 he stole from the blind guy. No. Oh, now no, it's only 20 No. No, it says here. that's not true. Howard, we had a... Uh, we had a, a after we did the staff revelation after it was such a big hit we did a whack pack revelation uh which yeah. king told this exact story but uh, according to our write up when he told the story it was 180 dollars that he stole 180 dollars or yeah. the, or he had 180 on him i'll read i'll read it right that's off that's what our, it was right. that's no, what it was said you I had 80 that. on you dude that's dude, really I bad remember, i had money on me that was the whole quest. the whole premise you, was i had imagine, money on me can you imagine that, that he took a 20 of a blind guy? That's bad. Well, I didn't take Here's it. I didn't, no, no, no. You, yes, you did. Right. You saw it drop out of his wallet, and you you, you, comp- you, you should have yeah, taken the did. 20 and said, sir, you dropped this. Wow. <laughs> the hero the, thing to do would be to give it back. The zero thing to do would be to put your foot on it. Goofus, <laughs> <And> then, <laughs> takes, Goofus takes the 20 from a blind guy. Gallant returns it to the blind man and says, can I help you across the street? <laughs> yeah, but what if what if he was deaf also? He wouldn't have heard me. No, just, oh, please. Wait. King, that's bad. That's, Awful. dude, that's bad. I know, I know. Uh, I, I would never, I would never even think of doing that right now. Mm. So I made you that it once. You know what I'm saying? Mm. No, right. I would never do that again. I would never do that again. I would never Taking do that again. from the blind. Amazing. All right, King. Taking You're going to take a hit in your fan hey, I know that. All right. Thank you. Oh, and then, King just, of all blacks. That's a bad one. You know, but yeah. I still don't know if that's worse than watching your cousin go to the bathroom. I don't think so. Yeah. I think Sal still wins. Will you both <laughs> shut up? <laughs> Shut up, both of you. Shut up already. Uh, I was. I think you still win. 
I'm a little kid, and you, you, you get, you know, you get curious. How I'm in the bathroom with my cousin. How old were you? Thirty-two. Like fourteen. Fourteen. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus Christ. Uh, is he, is it still uh, hot to you to think about it? No, not stop it. By the <laughs> way, on our phone is a blind man who wants to comment on that last call. Yes, sir. Hi, I, I have a revelation of my own. I, I like to smear my cum on $20 bills and leave them <laughs> lying around for strangers to pick up. All right, what gets enough. me off. Very bad thing. Oh, my goodness. So I don't understand something, Benji. I thought the guy who gave you, like, was playing with your penis. I thought he was playing with it in your, like, dorm room or something. You're saying you went all the way to the hospital, and the guy, in the hospital, you could get caught. I don't. So I guess, like, part of me is, like, was he trying to do something medical to me? But it didn't, I don't understand <laughs> why he right? was in the I don't understand Maybe he was why giving he was you in the mouth, hospital mouth, room. mouth to penis, uh, <laughs> whatever they call it. Resuscitation. Yeah, resuscitation. Like, yeah. I woke up for a little bit. He was doing that. Then I passed back out. Well, here's the deal, Howard. When you come into a, an emergency room drunk or, you know, whatever, and they've done whatever it takes to get the poison out of your system, they just <laughs> let you sleep it off. Mm. So you could be there unwatched for quite a bit of time before anybody would notice what the RA was doing. So what happened? Like, did you say to the dude, hey, what's going on here? I, I think I was I was so embarrassed about the whole thing at the time. Like, like I can't believe I didn't. But I never, you know, because I got in a lot of trouble. I got thrown out of the school. Um, I got my oh. they called. <laughs> I, I, they had called my parents to the hospital and, and they got there and I, you know, my stomach was pumped. I had bleached my hair. So I had like blonde hair. So <laughs> at, at the time, it, it's, I was very ashamed of all of this. Well, no wonder that guy grabbed your cock. You had blonde hair. <laughs> well, Probably wait thought- a minute. <laughs> if Benji had yelled, the RA touched my penis, he'd be, he'd be in that school today. <laughs> hey, by the way, speaking of getting thrown out of school, I know this is completely off topic, but I was watching the Fran Lebowitz special on Netflix that Martin Scorsese directed. And again, she says she was thrown out of high school, but she never tells you why. I would like to know why. I mean, now and, I know why well, Benji probably was. Probably a good revelation behind yeah. that. I want to know that. If anybody knows that. Very curious about her because I admire her, but I'd like to know. I think it's, you know, an interesting story somehow buried, but I didn't know that. I know you woke up to a guy massaging your penis <laughs> and I like that. I you thought, well, maybe he's trying to help me. I'm yeah. trying to, he's trying to help me. He was trying to, <laughs> he was trying to help me out. He was using my penis as a pump handle. He was trying to get the alcohol out of my belly. Yeah. I think he was using it like a rope. He was trying to get Benji out of the hospital, so he's trying I to think, pull yeah, him up. I think, yeah, he was trying to help him sit up. Yeah. <laughs> and Benji, you were laying there nude? Like, I mean, like in a gown, I guess? I, I don't remember the details of that part, but I hmm. yeah, it must have been like a hospital gown. Yeah. And the back there were tubes open. in me also at the time. I remember that. Hmm. Well, there you and go. The tubes. I think there was like stuff up my nose. I, I don't. Oh, that's okay. all. I the remember gastro, the feeling of the that. nasogastric tube. Okay. Marianne from Brooklyn says she has a revelation. Go ahead. I'm into it. I want to say no. I want to say to uh, King of All Blacks. I bet you Ronnie never stole twenty bucks or 180 from a blind man. My revelation was I'll suck Doctor Agnes's ween, but really, how is I'd rather suck yours. 
Give <laughs> <laughs> me Marianne. Let me ask you something. Your fandom, yeah. you know, I know you're a fan, no, 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 uh, extreme fan. But if I like got you in a room alone and I said, "You look, Marianne, the thing I want from you is a blowjob," you're saying you would you would fuck being married and everything else. You would start blowing me. At sixty-two, how is all bets out the window? If you ask me for a blowjob, imagine I could go down in history saying I blew Howard Stern, king of all fucking media. Are you kidding me, Howard? Wow. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Wow. Fred's going wild. Oh, man, I've never seen her so excited. Yep. Uh, I'm excited. I like that to know that if I was in a pinch, Marianne would blow me. Okay. You know. I remember one time uh, at America's Got Talent, I, uh, Marianne, had, Marianne used to come to every taping. She's so sweet, and she's the biggest fan. And I remember she was in my dressing room with a lot of other people. But I was looking her over. She looked pretty good to me, I'll tell you that. Good body. Like, but to know, yeah, good body, pretty and face, the whole face, thing. yeah. And I remember she was so nervous in my presence. I felt like, a, I felt like the Beatles or something because she was sweating <laughs> she profusely. She and sweats. Yeah, yeah, I remember. It was like, like like going right through her deodorant. I mean, she was on fire. And uh, and I said, you know, and this woman, I think I could, I could lead a Maybe. cult. Which, yeah, I mean, I think she'd have my child right now. <laughs> I think I could but, send her out to to uh, to kill Hollywood people. to kill people. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but um, yeah, yeah. So so now it's confirmed. I guess uh, that 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 could happen. But yeah. Again, I'm a happily married man, so but it's nice to know it could happen, right? It's nice to know. Uh, you can always have that as a a little keepsake in your pocket. Yeah, I could get her. I'll ask Beth if Marianne could be my hall pass. <laughs> Benji, um, would you take a blowjob from Marianne from Brooklyn? Well, yeah, yeah, Benji, yeah, yeah. I would take or give her a blowjob. I, I would definitely. All right, fair enough. You would give Did her you, a blowjob. Do you have uh, anything that you would love to reveal, but you're also kind of scared to? Yeah, something you know, really embarrassing. Well, stop <laughs> it. Not I was the time he was. I really was. Robin can Please. goof on me all she wants. That's fine. But... Oh, you Benji are had a terrible. guy. He woke up and a guy was holding his cock, Howard. Oh, <laughs> uh, big deal. You, uh... Robin, so you jerked off with a cucumber and a piece of meat. Oh, what? <laughs> These <laughs> things are embarrassing. <laughs> yeah. Well, they are. But, uh, all right, Benji, thank you. I, I see it's getting getting late. What a morning. What a morning. I actually have to uh, stay down here and cut a few things for a special we're doing for Howard 101. I'm going to. Oh. So I probably should end the show. I mean, I got a lot more work to do. I'm not leaving here anytime soon. I don't want me yet. I've got more feet to take. Penny, penny. Got no arm in there, Jerry. Got more feet in there. Got more feet in there. Yeah. All right, Peter, you have the... <laughs> there he is. John and Dan. Tom Fruit. Tom Fruit. Dutton Hutton. Dutton Hutton. Yeah, Dutton Hutton. John Nagy Beard. John Nagy Beard. All right, enough. Enough blast from the past. But anyway, happy anniversary, Robin. 
happy anniversary yeah. to you exactly. and to all of us. We are still here 15 years later, and uh, it's a great, uh, great occasion. Peter, go ahead. You have the last word, and then I have to go. Howard, I, I love you so much, man. First time, long time. And I am totally blind, and I am so ashamed of King. I mean, that is disgusting, man. What? You know, I've been taken advantage of before. Not in that way that I know of. Mm. God, I wouldn't know it, but uh, that is ridiculous. Right. I have such compassion for anybody, especially the blind, and uh, I would never, ever uh, consider that. That is a heavy revelation. But he says that he is reformed, and he would never do that again. So for what it's worth, oh, all right. Oh, please, let He needs to prove it, Howard. That's nonsense. You know that's nonsense. Right. The guy says all kinds of things. I hear you. All right, Peter, you stay well, stay safe, and thank you for the call. Rock and roll, thanks, so. Rock and roll, yes. Rock and roll, for sure. What do I always say to you, Robin? Rock and roll. Rock and roll. It's time to rock and roll. Time to rock and roll. All right, everybody have a good day. In case you're wondering where I'll be, I'll be right down here. I'm not going anywhere. <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, bye.